Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Allen. He's one of the uh, employee owners at Tab. He's coming in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Um, we're going to be here on this snowy Saturday morning till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. No matter where you are on the planet, if you've got a cell phone, it shouldn't cost you anything. So uh, 860-522-9842 is the number to join us on the program. And uh, talk about your computer comments, questions, and concerns. It doesn't always have to be, you know, some sort of computer issue. You can just talk about computer technology in general, you know, yeah. how it's helped you or not. Generally, we appreciate the not more than the helped, um, <laughs> only because it's just the irony of technology. But uh, feel free to join us and get online. We're happy to have you. Of course, we are on the old Facebooks as well. Uh, we're over at the Computer Talk with Tab uh, Network, right? The, yeah. the Listener Network Listener Group. Network. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're we're broadcasting there as well. If you want to check in there, because we still don't have a login for Odyssey over here. Oh, someday you, we will. Really? Oh. We're not official. We're not official. <laughs> we're ex official. Yeah. So I uh, can be on the air, right, on radio that anybody can listen to, <laughs> but not, but not on their Facebook no. stream. I, oh, it's not the station's problem. It's Odyssey. They have right. a lot of things it's on corporate. Their mind. Yeah. yeah, they have a lot of things going on. So, as usual and customary, we like to talk about the technology news you can use or not or whatever. Uh, so, we have some information we'd like to share with you. Right, Dennis? Uh, yeah. Uh, it turns out that Air Canada, uh, Canada. has had a little trouble. Yeah. Um, it turns out that their chatbot. Mm, their AI. Their AI chatbot, yes. Mm, yes. Actually lied to a passenger. Wait a minute. Isn't that one of the rules of technology and, and uh, Androids? You can't lie to humans? That's right. And I'm a French model. Remember that commercial? <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Ooh la la. Now, what happened was this was a guy who had to fly somewhere yes. uh, to go to a funeral. Right. Um, and, of course, airlines have different ways of giving you a break when you have to do that. It's very nice uh, of them, actually. Bereavement you know, flights, they, they either give you a discount or right. something. But they all have their procedures for that. He used... Uh, 
the Air Canada's chatbot to ask about that. What do I need to do? Yeah. I'm making a bereavement flight. What do I do? And we, he would have been happy to use a human, but they probably weren't available. So all right. he had was the chatbot. Probably, he probably called them first, and then yeah. they told him he'd be on hold for five and a half hours. Yeah, the yeah. Philippines is very busy, very busy. Oh, yeah. At any rate, um, and what they told him was that he can go ahead and buy the ticket mm-hmm. at whatever the price is, yeah. and then later they would give him a reimbursement. Nice. Okay. Cash coming from an airline. That's unusual. Hmm. Okay. Usually they give you a voucher, like some sort of credit for future use. But Well, uh, whatever whatever it did, it, that's what it was telling him. Yeah. It said, go ahead, buy the flight yep. at its regular price, and then we'll help you. All right. Um, well, that's not how it works at Air Canada. <laughs> oh, no. So the AI was looking at the wrong, the wrong data. Huh? Apparently, you actually have to... Um, you know, request a bereavement rate and, gotcha. and book that, I guess. But at any rate, uh, he went, bought the ticket, and then they said, "No, nope, we don't, we don't do that." Oh boy, no, that's not how it works, dude. Sorry. Only, you know, he explained what was going on, and they just were not having it. Right. They they insisted, you know, this is not our fault. It's just the chat bot. And we can't be responsible. Don't you love it how they don't? I, you know, it's your chatbot. I mean, they bought and paid for it. I'm, yeah. I assume they're paying good money to somebody's AI company for that. Just the thought that your own company's software, you, you'd think you'd be able to be like, oh no, it's not our problem. It's it's our chatbot. We don't. And well, you. I mean, that's just crazy thinking. You know. Now, what's really interesting here is that uh, this fellow went to the equivalent of small claims court in British Columbia. Nice. And he the uh, the amount that he's getting back mm-hmm. uh, is you know only amounts to the hundreds of dollars because yeah. it's a small claim you know, right right event. He's getting his money, but back. you know even the judge in its in his ruling is like, uh, how do how do you offer this to your customers and then tell them right. that you're not responsible for it? I mean that sounds about it, right. It, it, I was reading, you know, a couple of quotes on it, and it seemed the judge was incredulous. Although, yeah, he didn't actually write that up in his decision. No. But you could be clear that he's he's like dumbfounded that they would actually say what they said. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, there's probably a, so when you go on the chatbot, there's probably a EULA that you click on. So if you're going to use this chatbot, somewhere deep in the EULA, some attorney wrote something, or actually some chatbot wrote itself. Some AI <laughs> attorney wrote that said, anything I say can't be used as any kind of, you know, whatever, yada, yada, whatever legally is to say that, you know, hold me harmless. I can tell you whatever I want and it's useless. Um, it's, it's definitely hidden in the EULA. But anyway, what it comes down to is please be cautious with these things. Yeah. Yeah. Please. And sue them. It's actually the other oh, thing, yeah. you know, and all the lawyers out there are happy. Yep. Go sue him. Well, this guy didn't, I don't think he used no, an he attorney. <laughs> so he's getting all of his nice. returns. So that's go. cool. All eight, Good eight, for him. All $800 Canadian. <laughs> what is that? 35 cents American? No, just kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all the Canadian listener is all mad at me. Um, all right. So uh, in other news, Tesla, well, they're quietly responding to cold weather woes. So really? we, we've seen the issues where the Teslas were trying to charge in Chicago. It was too cold, and there was literally a graveyard right. of Teslas uh, oh. because you couldn't charge your you couldn't charge your battery because the battery has to be warm enough before it can even start charging. So the poor things were just the poor cars were just sitting there as big uh, uncharged batteries. So Tesla's releasing an update that you Tesla drivers may be 
maybe happy to find. I mean, when I when I get down to M, near empty on my gas tank, you know, it's actually below E, right? So when I'm driving, you know, most companies these days. When I was a kid, I ran out of gas, right? We all did, but nowadays you almost can't because there, you know, you're when it's at E, it's 13 gallons. Yeah, but I got a 17 gallon tank. <clears throat> right. So. That's right. plenty, it, it plenty of range. You that, yeah, they call that the reserve tank. Yeah, there's plenty of range in our cars. And, uh, you know, even though my wife is still nervous about it, hey, it's on E, Get, go, go fill up. <laughs> Honey, we're fine. Well, in a Tesla, you're not fine. All right, so a battery works a little differently, especially in the cold. And uh, they're going to update the, um, the software here, so you're going to get a different, more real range calculation. Because there's, there's really range... Um, uh, anxiety out there, right? So you hop yourself in your car, and at least with mine, I can go anywhere I want and fill up and go anywhere I want further is no issues, and mm-hmm. I can do it in an effective amount of time, but these EVs really can't. So you're going to now find that your battery is going to show you a more true calculation. Try to actually include the, the cold weather. As a factor. As a factor. And if you have to warm up your battery before, it's going to hopefully say, hey, your battery's too cold to even be charged, so you're going to have to sit here for an hour and a half as we warm the battery up before you then sit here for an hour and a half as we charge the battery up. And we call this progress. Uh, the uh, other aspect of the, of the Tesla folks out there, or any kind of EV, is that your battery, as it gets older, after 10 years, is going to lose 20% of its efficacy. Right. Now, if I, my car is coming on 10 years old, and if I could go 20% less as far as distance goes at this time, I'd be really mad. You know, it's only got 100 and some odd thousand miles on it, and I want to go another. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a car that's going to give me another 100,000 miles if I wanted to with no loss in efficacy. Um, so newer batteries might be coming out, they're saying, with developments in chemistry, uh, and that'll improve things, which is great. We're all looking forward to that. But for yeah. now... If you have a tenure, I mean, that's, that's the issue as to why Hertz got out of this business. You, if you're going to give somebody a car that's been beat up for, let's say, three or four years by uh, rental folks, and and the you know the resale value is going to drop so much because you know you're going to in another five or so years you're going to have twenty percent less range. I don't know. The math doesn't add up, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what we understand, the actual calculation on the ter- on the return on the greenhouse effect of manufacturing them. Finally catches up at around year seven or eight. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think the math isn't working. I would think not. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there, guys. Uh, so you're going to get an update on your on your Tesla, and uh, at least Elon's going to be honest with you and say, "Well, here's really how far you might be able to go." And well, of course, yes, because even even with additional factors worked into the algorithm, right? It's still the computer's guess. Exactly. Ultimately. And again, most—I mean—a great way to hedge that bet would be to buy a generator, a gas-powered generator, stick it on a trailer hitch on the back, put some gallons of gas inside there, crank up the generator so it can charge your car while you're going. I mean, that is a way around this problem, no matter no matter how cold it is. Now you're now you're burning fossil fuels when you weren't supposed to. Oh well, oh. you got to do what you can. Well, you're still burning fossil fuels when you charge, anyways. I well, hate true. to tell you. I yeah, I know. So. Anything else you want to bring up there, Dennis? Well, speaking of cars, yeah, uh, Waymo. Yep, yep. It's a Google is, company. Yeah, that's Google's uh, driverless car company. Yeah, they're having problems. They are recalling their entire fleet. Yes, this is a funny one. The, yeah, this is <laughs> this is a case where two. I believe it was two different two different Waymo vehicles. two different Waymo vehicles collided. With a car that was being towed, yes, because it it thought the car 
was going forward. Well, it was it pointing at it them. was right. They thought the car was pointed at them, mm-hmm. but the tow truck was actually going in the opposite direction. Of course. So it just bang. And there were some <laughs> issues with how it saw the lines too yes. when it was being towed. So a little ways to go here on the whole driverless. <laughs> I guess they never figured on a car being towed. I guess <laughs> it's just nutty. Uh, I actually almost hopped in one of those vehicles in October. My oh. wife, my wife, I told her before I was going to do it because I was at a at a conference out there in Phoenix, and uh, these things are buzzing around there. I said, "Hey, I'm going to try and drive this car." She goes oh. over my dead body. Uh, so I said, "All right, I won't." And she's probably right because my flight was so early in the morning. And imagine if I, my the vehicle doesn't even get where it's supposed to go, and then I have to call Uber. Where are you? Well, my Waymo dropped me off here in the middle of the highway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> no. Um, so that's too bad. So they've uh, they've hung up the Waymos for a while. They're going to sit there parking and, and they're going to wait for their update. Right. It sounds like sounds like a good idea to me. So we're going to be here till eleven o'clock on this uh, snowy Saturday morning. Feel free to get online eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number, and we'll be happy to take your computer comments, questions, and concerns. Would you hop into a driverless car? I mean, we had a story about Cruz. Or I think they needed an actual human interaction, like within every like an hour and a half of of the use or something like that. It was a ridiculously oh, short right. period of time. Yeah, I mean they had a whole every, army. Every of, few minutes, uh, somebody had to remotely intervene with the car. Yeah. So I mean, mm. is this really driverless? We're, are we, we're not really there yet, guys. So let's. No, we are not. And of course, the laws aren't set up for it yet. Because I was I saw another story about some some lawmaker in one of these um, states said you you have to issue a ticket to a person. You, so you can't issue it to a driverless person, clearly, and you can't issue it to the company. So they oh. need some act of legislature to say, well, issue the ticket to the company. I would, oh. I would actually would triple the fine, too, by the way. Oh, But that's sure. just me. That's 100%. Just me. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. back we didn't take our driverless cars here we decided to drive ourselves that's right the old-fashioned way and we made it yep just fine so we're here till 11 o'clock feel free to get online 860-522-9842 carolyn will take your call screen your call try to figure out what the heck you're talking about and uh give us she'll give us a little tiny little tiny clue on the board here to say what your call is possibly about and then we pick you up and find out it's completely different. <laughs> so, Rick in South Windsor, what's going on? <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Yeah, morning. So, um, so I, uh, my question isn't about cars, but I just got a, a new uh, Hyundai that's a hybrid, uh-huh. uh, plug-in hybrid, and I love the car. It's, it's got the best of both worlds. I never run out of, yeah, uh, you know, range, and it, it's fantastic. Yeah. The problem is. It doesn't have a CD player, so right. uh, I, I want to switch my uh, iTunes on my uh, Windows PC into, I want to get it onto my phone. And I tried doing this several years ago, and I got severe PTSD. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, so I, I haven't even wanted to try it since then. Yeah. But I'm wondering if you guys have any pointers. Uh, is it is it even doable at this point? It it's doable. Yes. You would have what you'd have to do is export your uh 
your music files from uh, iTunes. And by export, I mean you have to actually copy the the songs themselves. Mm -hmm. If you go up to the file menu and you use export, all it's going to do is save a file that contains a catalog of all the songs. Mm -hmm. It's not going to do anything with the songs. Right. I don't know why it works like that. It's how they do it. That's the way it is in Cupertino, and everybody has to live with it. But um, you would then export them and then copy them to your smartphone. Mm -hmm. And how you do that will depend on a number of things. If you can use, like, um, let's say OneDrive, mm -hmm. you could literally okay. sync them to the phone. Yeah. And then you've got them there, and you would be able to OneDrive as a function in smartphones where you can tell it that you actually want to download the music yeah. so that it doesn't have to read it from the cloud in real time while you're listening. And then you would be able to play it on your um, Hyundai. On your, on your Hyundai. Yeah. Of course, you're going to need some kind of a music app to do that, but most of the phones have a stock music player that will typically handle MP3s. Hmm. Um, if you've purchased the iTunes, the songs from iTunes from Apple's market, mm -hmm. those are going to be in a different format called AAC, yeah. and you won't be able to read them. But, but okay, <laughs> okay, there is a way to convert those files to MP3 within iTunes. I had PTSD just listen to him. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work, and I'm. It, it kind of is, <laughs> but you can do it. <laughs> well, so I guess my question on that is, so this is all, and I have an iPhone. I have a, you know, okay, no, yeah. I think it's a 14. Yep. So am I doing this outside the iTunes, uh, the Apple universe, mm -hmm. or, or is this being done yeah. through Apple Music? Well, no, it, because or, you have an iPhone, this is a completely different, completely different story now. What okay, you would be I'm able to sorry. do I, I is no, it's okay. No, it's all right. I I tried to give you a generic answer. Um, right, right, right. What you want to do is plug the iPhone into your computer mm -hmm. with the cable, yeah. and you tell iTunes that you want to sync music to the iPhone because on the left side of iTunes you'll see your phone as a device, right. and in the preferences for that you can tell it to. Um, get the music from your library on the computer and it will yep okay. now, what about the cd though so he's always got a cd he's that hasn't purchased it a third time he's got he's got to rip that but <laughs> itunes you can rip a cd you can rip a cd absolutely you can I didn't know yeah and I, yep. and I spent many many hours doing that on, that's okay. why i hate to let these all go to waste i have hundreds of cds that i've done that with yeah um you know i'm old school here yeah. Uh, so, but the, the problem is, it seems like I tried to do that before and it crashed, and you know, iTunes crashed, and it just doesn't like working with uh, Windows. But um, I'm hoping that maybe there's a newer version that's, that's yeah. a little better, that works a little bit. That's possible. We'll put a link up there. I'm sure Mike's already tried to find a link here as to how to take that ripped information and get it to iTunes and then sync it. Um, crashing could also be a, a factor of your computer, right? RAM, hardware, all that fun stuff. Um, but we'll put a link up there for you, Rick. It should be doable. It shouldn't take as long as it sounds like it will, but it probably will. Um, but it is doable, sir. 
Hey, Rick, uh, you got to hang on. You got to hang on. Right, we're going to do a hard break. So let me put you on hold, and then we'll have you have another question, okay? Appreciate it. All right, we're going to put Rick on hold. We'll be right back after this break with the news. And then Rick and Sally, we'll get to your calls. A couple lines open for you. Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we are back. Five lines jammed up this morning, so we appreciate wow. that. Yeah, you guys are all you're not shoveling, so that's good. You're here to help us out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Otherwise, Dennis has to talk about his cats. And all my kids are gone, so it's hard to talk about my kids now. So oh. <laughs> I don't know what I'd have to talk about. I guess I don't know. I'll think about it. Let's get back to your calls. We're going to go to Rick, um, who had a second question out there in South Windsor. What's happening, Rick? Yeah, hey. Yeah, so I just wanted to kind of finish up the first one. So oh, yeah. so I, uh, when I uh, transfer everything to my phone, those – files or that music is going to go into the iMusic app, I'm assuming? It'll go into the music app on the phone. The music app, right. Okay. Now, there's one caveat, too, and I could be wrong about this, but I know there's a storage cost um, because the folks in Cupertino, as as Dennis mentioned, Mm -hmm. they want to charge you to store your stuff. So you're going to, of course, have a backup happening over to the iCloud, and now that's going to include all these music files. Right, so oh, is that I didn't gonna, even think about that. <laughs> right, well, that's the thing. They're happy to make sure they charge you for it because I know once you get to a certain right. size, they're going to whack you. There I are, know Google yeah. does too. There are controls, I believe, on the iPhone where you can go into um, iCloud. Mm. The, it's an iCloud settings app. And deselect. And you can deselect music. I th- I'm pretty sure of that. That's good. Yeah. All right. But yeah. we also right. found, a, well, Mike G found it, Mm-hmm. He found an article about playing your music on your iPhone in your car. Nice. From Apple support. So you're getting it from the horse's mouth. And it covers yep. a number of scenarios. Um, if you're using CarPlay or not, depending mm-hmm. on your car. Yep. Um, and other options. So it, it's there's a lot there's a lot there that you can use as guidance. 
there's always a number of scenarios with Apple. You learn that over the years. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. All right. Well, I appreciate it very much, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So he's moving on. We're going to go over to Sally next in uh, Wallingford. What's happening, Sally? Well, I just have a question on mini PCs. Yeah. I've got a desktop. It's getting older. I know it's not going to last forever. And I'm thinking a mini PC, but I don't know who makes them or much about them. Great question. We love mini PCs at Tab. Oh, I just got one myself, and it's great. Yeah, when you get a Tab, <laughs> a Tab mini PC. So lots of companies make them. Intel used to be the big leader. They would make I – and mean, Intel used to be a leader in all sorts of things. Now I'm not right. sure what's going on. Um, but they would have their Nook line, and you see. Um, they still exist. Uh, Asus took that over. Mm-hmm. And uh, – now, here's the thing, though. You still have to pay attention to the specs because you can find mini PCs that are of a certain stature, right? They're, in the case of a Nook, it's a 4x4, four four, right? Right. Um, but the inner guts really is where the rubber hits the road, right? You know, they used to call Yugos cars mm-hmm. or Pintos, too. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, neither of those were really a car. Yugo was the beach ball of the highway uh, or a smart car, a smart car, right? Same thing. Um, so you got to be careful with these mini PCs. You got to get and still want to get the right amount of power. So you, all the same specs that we would talk about: a, a, a current gen processor, thirteenth gen or better, CPU, i five or better. Um, look at the cores. Uh, look at the gigahertz speeds. Right, uh, sixteen gigs of RAM. Most of these little mini PCs can have multiple hard drives in them, and literally they're like little memory sticks. Yeah. So they'll have Bluetooth. But who makes them? I mean, does they make one, Asus. for example? Uh, HP does okay. make mini PCs. You can look they at do. they do. Dell makes them too. Yep, Dell and, and HP. You can look at those. Asus makes the ones that they took over for Intel. Um, so you have plenty of options. Just look at the specs inside. So it should still be around that thousand dollar mark if you want to have a good machine that'll give you another you know six, eight, ten years of service. Wow. Okay. I was hoping maybe they'd be a little cheaper. Just because they're small doesn't change their price. Yeah. All all it does is changes the footprint, which is great. Right, but they're going to have tons of built-in technology. It'll have a two and a half gig uh, NIC card. It's going to have Bluetooth. It's going to have wireless. It's all going to be this great, powerful little box. Um, many of them can support three monitors. Um, it's pretty amazing little technology. So look at the different specs and uh, don't go too cheap because you're going to be disappointed in its performance. Because because Windows okay. 11 isn't isn't going any slower. It's not getting any smaller. Definitely not. So you need still need enough horsepower to run it. And a Chromebook, as far as I'm concerned, is not worth the hardware. It's it's I'm so disappointed in Chromebook. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought about that, but I don't really want to be in in the Google sphere. Yeah, and there's too many apps that just don't work that you need to use practically. Yeah, there's a lot just a lot of restrictions with those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, HP Dell, okay. Asus, ASUS, um, take a look. I will do that. Thank you very much. Anytime, Sally. Thanks for calling. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right, let's head on to Dan in East Windsor. What's going on, Dan? Hey, uh, remember I called you last week about the uh, Adobe Photoshop Elements? Maybe. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, Did you call the, the Elements? About the Elements 2 not um, having a problem with, with the Oh, yeah, there. the old Elements 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. Were we helpful? Turns out, yeah, uh, well, it, it was the drive. But it wasn't the drive geometry; it was the drive size. Believe it or not, um, I believe it. As as I sat there looking at at the drive side by side, and comparing everything, all the specs, they were exactly the same except for one thing, and that was the size. So, 
I took that two terabyte drive it went into dis you know dis management and uh, shrunk it down yep. to 256 gigabytes and right. it worked so I I then I increased it to 512 and it worked increased it up to a terabyte and it worked increased it up to a terabyte and a half scratch disk errors so I there did a little is. search on that and I found I found an article on the Adobe forums that said exactly that that it doesn't like a disk over one terabyte in size which Be explains why it worked on the other two computers because oh. they have one ter what one terabyte drives and this was was a two terabyte drive. Right. But it goes back to the fact that, again, the Elements 2 is quite old. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I, I, I just like its interface. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. familiar with it, and I just like it, so I, I used it. So, no, no, no. I'm just saying it doesn't. It yeah. didn't know from a 2-terabyte drive. It never would have imagined a 2-terabyte drive. Yeah. And that's exactly. the thing. that so, The programmers are like, there, there's never going to need to be a 2-terabyte drive and people use this thing. That's interesting. So it had to do with <laughs> the age of the, of the software, with the currentness of your hardware. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, that's but neat. But I got to worry now. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you figured so it out. That, that's the problem. You know. Make sure make, right. make sure you put a post out there so people find it in, in, in a way they can find it, like on a Reddit. You know, post your findings. People might find it beneficial. All right. All right, Dan. All right. That's all I got. Thanks. You too. Bye bye. I mean, so that's 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 an issue, right? Any kind yeah. of new, yeah. old software and new technology is never know where it's going to show its ugly head, and this is where True. it showed it. And I like Dan that he actually took the effort there. <laughs> I mean, he had all that time, I guess, to do that. But, uh, he had to format that thing three different times before he showed the thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was just at a client site yesterday afternoon, and, uh, you know, they were having weird issues with uh, Excel. And it's like, I looked at the flavor. It's 2013 Excel mm. running on Windows 10. You're wondering why you're having a problem on a 10-year-old system, 10-plus-year-old mm. um, system? So, I'm not. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah, we're not surprised. Um, a lot of us are going to – so the problem, though, is – it's always a catch-22. So we want to always say, okay, get to the latest. We have other examples of QuickBooks not liking to, to be on a Windows 11 system. Yep. And that makes no sense to us either, right? So it's all finding the right recipe and hoping it tastes okay, um, no, matter, no matter what the application is. So you've got a QuickBooks doesn't like to be on current. You've got you know, Excel 2013 that's not working so well on the old. I mean, it's, it's old. So it's just – just because you look at IT – you know, you guys who are not IT people and think, why doesn't it work? It's just supposed to work. All these variables are coming into play. It's not like changing out a component in a in a car or, or I mean, a non-computerized component. It's a it's a different configuration for every single scenario you deal with. Each computer has its own group of software and update levels and service packs, and it's just not. Uniform. Well, and there, there's always dependencies. You know, one thing affects another, another. Right. Um, you know, I was dealing with a third-party vendor for one of our clients, and we together, this guy and I, were figuring out all the little things that we were doing. It was a completely different type of thing. But mm -hmm. as he would ask me to do something, then we'd find out this. Right. And then we'd have to address this. And then that. so I just told him over the phone, I said, you're diving with me through the rabbit warren of IT, huh? Mm -hmm. And you just laughed <laughs> yeah. because that's what it is. It really is. I wish we could just say emails configured like this, Word documents are configured like this, printers are configured like this. Heck, I saw something Colin McEnroe did did on his NPR show about printers and how it's like the bane of the existence of the, of the planet, which we're not. He's not wrong. I guess no, a, <laughs> no, he's not. There's actually he was saying there's actually a room out there where you can actually pay to go take a sledgehammer to printers. 
So uh, you remember Office Space? <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's not wrong. I mean, printers are the bane of a lot of existence. You'd think by now we should be able to print. You should be able to just kind of, you know, you see all these movies where they just have this device and they, you can just kind of have a gesture and, you know, you can gesture a screen coming up or you think about a, a minority report with uh, crews there moving all the screens around. We can't even print right. I mean, <laughs> I know. it's a Tuesday morning and printing just stops working. <laughs> Why? Who knows? So we're going to step out for a quick break. Susan, Dan, Nick, and Adrian, hang on. And one line open for you. Uh, we'll get to your calls right after this. And we are back. Turns out Dennis is a karaoke guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a Tony Orlando guy. Yeah. So if ever there's never any calls, we're going to have Dennis sing Orlando Hi. songs. Hi, a yellow ribbon. <laughs> Can't wait to have that day happen. Uh, no, you don't want it to happen. Uh, trust me. Too funny. All right, let's go to your calls. <laughs> we've never had karaoke on the show in the 30 years we've been doing this. Let's go to, uh, I don't know, Danielson has been on the longest. And Nick, what's happened there, Nick? You there, Nick? I'm here. There you are. I had to push it twice me? for some reason. Yeah, go ahead. Push on twice. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the... Um External external drives. External drives, okay. Mm -hmm. Last week you were talking about the flash drives for saving, and you said that's not a very good idea. Well, we were we were talking about a lot of the uh, the really cheap USB sticks. Mm, yeah. right. you know, it's you know a little thumb drive, and right. a lot of them are just very poorly made. They don't have the capacity they should. They don't have the speed they should, and they're uh -huh. just not built well. Um, okay. And that's why, you know, if somebody if somebody wants to save something to an external drive and you actually keep it, mm. uh, yeah. you get an actual drive. Right. Right. Uh, you know, and you get it from one of the bigger manufacturers like Seagate, Western Digital, mm. uh, SanDisk, which is also owned by Western Digital. Yeah. But okay. you, you look for a brand. And you get that, and then you can be confident. But these tiny little USB drives, they get dropped. Mm -hmm. uh, they get shoved in the back of a drawer, and then something else gets shoved up against it. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. it cracks, and then you're in trouble. Yeah. But if you yeah. actually have a nice drive that can actually hold its shape and not get banged around too much, you should be all right. Okay, that's that's what I was looking for. Because basically, yeah. I was putting everything on, uh, like photos on one and documents on another and i'd have everything saved although mm -hmm. my daughter and my granddaughter say i'm crazy i should just put it on the cloud and i said no i don't want somebody else to have it because every time i if i did it on the cloud they asked for my their permission to give it back to give and it I what i understand that oh. give the pictures and things back to me do you really want to look at it you know it's like they have it all yeah no you're not wrong well yeah you're not wrong and ai these days is also using our information to train itself and and that's there's actually you know laws coming out by the FTC talking about these big companies who are changing their their privacy rules mm -hmm. uh, willy nilly. You know, you put your stuff out there in the cloud, and you can tell your your daughter and your granddaughter. You can say, "Hey, I'll be reading your stuff on the inter interwebs. Let, you know, let me know. Send it over they to computer say, computer it doesn't talk. Matter. It doesn't matter. They say because they got all your information anyhow. So what difference does it make if they have your pictures too? So I just don't understand it because I'm an old man. And uh, they're they're the young kids, young generation. Mm. But I have all, you know, especially the photos. The photos are the things I really want to save. 
going to lose them. My mother had a box yep. of negatives back from the 50s, 30s. Yep. And I still have them today. I have the pictures, the negatives, and I save them in a box. So I want to yeah. save the same, save my things, but I want it to be saved the best way because it's all digital. Yep. Well, your way is and, fine. Your way is fine. And uh, mm-hmm. you'll be able to t- t- say, I told you so at some point to your daughter and granddaughter. Well, and what's the brand name? A couple of brand names again for the um, well for drives. Uh, Seagate, Western Digital, Sandisk. Okay, okay. And are they like a drive. Look at in the USB. Does it um, actually come up like a drive so I can look at individual files? Yes. Because uh, sometimes I have an older unit that I will take like a backup unit, and mm-hmm. it says it backs up the whole computer. And then when you want to use it. It says you want to put it back onto your computer, and I don't want to put all the old information back on there. Yeah, so a backup technology will produce a file in a format type, and then you okay. then it has to read that format type and then restore it. Um, so just a simple copy and paste would will retain the original file names for you, so you don't have to do too much there. Okay, so basically, external flash drive, external drive is like a a, a bigger flash drive. Yeah, yeah, bigger, better, exactly. stronger. Yeah, and. Exactly. and okay. The idea is it's more durable. That's yeah. it. And That's buy, really what you're right. working for. And buy two. Make two copies and then give one to your uh, daughter. Yes, you back oh, up no, the backup. No, no. She, well, she won't put it on the cloud, though. Just give her the extra hard drive and say, hold on to this for me. And then then yeah, you can say, do whatever you want when I'm gone, but for now, just hold it. Yeah, no, no. She's, she'll put it on the cloud and then throw away the the external drive. Well, not until yeah. they build, when they start billing her, those, she'll take it off the cloud. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for your help. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got it, Nick. Bye now. Bye. Yeah, so just so you know, the cloud is just somebody else's server, somebody else's right. storage, somebody else's compute, and they're not doing anything out of the kindness of their hearts. Trust me, there's nothing kind about the cloud. It's the least kind place on the planet. <laughs> um, basically, once you put your stuff there, they kind of got you. Um, and then try to take care of, you know, they can easily say to you, as it's happened to us and even in our world, um, hey, you know what? You know, we had a deal, but we're going to double your cost in about seven days. Enjoy. Really? Yep, we can do that. Oh, and if you want to move your stuff off, the egress cost of taking it off our cloud, we're going to charge you for that. So they, get, they charge you coming, they charge you going, they're going to double the prices on you. You think about renters, right? How people are dealing with, you know, landlords who are cranking the rent. The cloud is just a big tenement building in the sky that happens to be a server. Right. And those those landlords of the cloud, again, are going to whack you once you get out there. Because once it's out there, they're not going to make it easy to go from one cloud to the next. Why? Because it's all flipping proprietary. You just can't take your cloud and, you know, like, you know I'm going to take my marbles and go home. You can't. You just can't take your cloud and move it over to somebody else's cloud. It's a whole different process. They're going to hit you coming and going. So be careful with the cloud. Be careful what you wish for. And, you know, I heard um, Amazon was going to give us uh, you know, commercial-free media, right? When we did um, Prime, wasn't that kind of the thing about Prime? It was commercial-free? Oh, right, commercial-free. Now it's not. Nope. That cloud just changed on you. Right. Don't like it? Pay some more. Yeah. That's the cloud. Yeah. You know, so enjoy. Um, you know, when you have your own ability to maintain your own destiny by having your own compute and storage and hardware, um, that that tends to allow for you to actually have choices. Other thing with the cloud is, if you're running your software out there and you know pay your bill, they turn it off just like the water company. Yeah. <laughs> no water for you. No cloud for you. Whereas before, you could still run your software. We have clients who are running software that they haven't paid maintenance on for a decade. Right. 
There's other risks involved in that. Oh, but they still don't. They it's don't have to pay anybody. It's still frightening, but it's frightening in a different way. We're gonna step out for a quick break. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.